0: I, I like to be objective about everything, right? Uh, I prefer to be objective. Why? Because uh, I know one thing, okay? And I, I don't know whether I've shared this with you or not, but this is also really important. Emotions are not of God. God doesn't feel happy, sad and all that like we do. We experience those emotions. God is very objective about everything, right? It's very straight. When, when he says love, he's love. What we do is we get emotional about everything and most of what we do is... Uh, you know comes out of uh, is a response is an emotional response out of how we feel most of our lives are generally emotional responses i'm not saying be you know distant and cold and you know stuff that I, you know, i'm not saying all that what i am saying is that if we are objective about things in life we will know how to decide and how to do things and how to behave our our, our lifestyle and the way we live will be more structured organized and focused and productive Rather than just, you know, triggered emotions that, you know, that cause us to do things. Oh, you didn't read my messages. You know, your message was too long. I can't read such a long message. I, I get bored. So, I mean, as far as, <laughs> I, I, I don't read long messages. Now, some people get a little hurt because I don't read their entire message. But that's the way it is. I can't read the whole message. It's really boring. So, I'm not emotional about that. You want to read the message, you read the message. If I write a message, you read, it, don't read. it. If I say something, you're happy, you're not happy. I'm okay with it, right? It's up to you, your life, your freedom. You do whatever you want, whatever makes you happy and whatever gives you a kick. That's your freedom. That's because you're the father. You have that liberty. You have that freedom. You have that power. I have no right to tell you, you have to do this because it makes me happy or it makes me sad. You should not be doing, living your life on, to, to, you know, uh, to satisfy me. I have no right to ask anyone, uh, to do that. So when it comes to, let's say, for example, like you mentioned, right, give a gift. Someone gives a, a gift to me. I'm okay. It's a gift. Okay, good. Very good. Thank you very much. Courtesy. Okay. The gift doesn't change me. I, I mean, I, I love gifts. Now I have a thing. So here's the thing. Great. Now I'll use it. And that's the extent of that gift. Okay. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that gift is still a thing. It's, I don't want it to change me. I don't want to give anything the power to change me and my identity and who I am, because it will totally destroy everything that I'm living out of. Right? God does not. You, you can't. You can't twist God's arm into doing anything. Right? You're a manifestation of your Father. You have to realize that. You're a manifestation of who He is. So if God doesn't change by our gifts, by our singing, by our praising, by whatever it is, you should not be able to change or be easily manipulated into doing anything extern- uh, from something external. Now, I'm not saying don't give gifts and don't appreciate gifts and, you know, be cold and distant. I'm not saying all that. Yeah, I mean, appreciation is a really good thing. Gift is a good, because it makes the giver feel like, okay, fine, you know, it's like uh, it was worth giving this gift. Yeah, great. Awesome. Yeah, But in the yeah. end, that Whatever the giver, the, the gift giver is, he's giving it from the heart. In other words, even from that side, it shouldn't be like, okay, I've given you a gift. Now show me some appreciation, uh, appreciation. Otherwise, I won't feel valued. When I give a gift or I give something, I don't look for appreciation because it's it's not that person who you know uh, is supposed to trigger some sort of a satisfaction in me. So I've given the gift because I felt this is I need to give a gift. Yeah, okay, that's it's very objective. I gave a gift. Mm-hmm. You need it. There you go. Gift given. Job done. Everything's over. Everybody's happy. I'm fine. Right? Yeah. It, i It sounds. It sounds a little cold. It sounds a little, you know, uh, cut. You know, very cut and dry. But it works. And it, it 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 eliminates a lot of emotional distress, a lot of emotional entanglement, emotional confusion. the the the, the thing of you know, it's like. Oh, wait a minute, you know, it's like now I you have to trump your gift. I have to give you something better. I have to give you something in return. I have to do this, I have to do that. That that obligation <laughs> thing goes totally out of the way. You know? Uh, Keep it simple. Keep your life simple. But leaving aside the, the, uh, the obligation part and all, yeah. I'm saying, uh, you know, Jesus said, uh, you who are know how to give good, good things to your, your, your fathers, you know how to give good things to your children, so, so the heavenly father will give you good things so how do you relate that because you know i mean i i always felt that the father is someone who is like the best uh, best gift giver the best, best giver. The yeah. so, so the thing so so, so so the thing is how shall he not freely give you all things with him yeah. so he's already given everything without expecting anything in return now now you decide what exactly. you want to do with that gift yeah. right yeah. romans how shall he not with him also freely give you all this? See, the thing is this. The father is not saying like, okay, fine. Now let's see how this guy, what this guy does with my gift. Right? Mm-hmm. He's the best. He, he gave the gift. Now let's see what you do with it. No, that's not the father. Mm-hmm. What you want to do with Jesus is up to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if he was really obsessed mm-hmm. about what you did with Jesus, trust me, a lot of the world would not <laughs> exist today. <laughs> right because they they totally they had Jesus and they didn't do anything about it so yeah he'd be really offended if he was anything like that
1: to give you a perspective uh, of what Kurt is talking about let's say if I were to give a gift to Kurt he'll be thrilled about it but if I okay uh, let me give you a scenario so it's his birthday if I give him a gift he'll be thrilled about it he'll be happy about it he'll show it but if I equally don't give him a gift he will he will equally be happy about it. So w- the place where he's coming from is about being content and complete within mm-hmm. yourself, so that you are not looking for approval from someone else. Neither mm-hmm. are you trying to give yeah. approval to someone else by your actions. Yeah. yeah. So, but then that begs a follow-up question. So yeah, yeah,
0: please, I love follow <laughs> questions. Yes. I appreciate that,
1: uh, but but sometimes people are looking for that. Google, right and they're not at the stage where they're content in themselves
0: right so sometimes you've got to bring them kind of what you're sharing with us is partly
1: to bring us to that place right no yeah. let, let me just let me just answer that so it's more to the point of uh, you don't need to come down to the level of the other person rather it is you be at a um at your place where you are at and then uh everything that you do because you do it with a heart of love and mm. from your heart automatically the other person gets elevated. So if, if I am looking, uh, if I am, if I'm in that place mm. of love, then whenever somebody gives it to me, I will automatically, you know, I mean, be grateful about it, be happy about mm. it and appreciate them, you know, so that, so it is, uh, I would say the core of everything comes out of love, be it, Giving gifts or creating receiving gifts but it does not move you up or it doesn't move you down or it does not change or alter your uh, your behavior or your actions you know i mean so you will not really because somebody's feeling bad you will not want to make yourself feel low and go low you know i mean you would rather be at your place and then just be yourself and then automatically that person will you know catch up to that uh how do I say it? that vibe of love? You know, I mean, I don't know how I better to say
0: it, but you know, that, yeah. See, there's one thing I really want to stress. Okay, is that your identity is the most important thing you have. Okay, uh, the person who actually quoted this was uh, Mr. Incredible. Have you seen the movie? No, cartoon,
1: it's a like cartoon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he said the most important thing you have in life is your identity. It is, and and he's right. It is the most important thing you have because your life is founded on who you are and if you know who you are then nothing nothing can escape you nothing can you know uh, nothing can change you nothing can hurt you. you you're indestructible that is the one thing you must protect at any cost your identity never conform To another person's expectations or tantrums or, you know, desires or, you know, need for approval, never conform because then you're bending and changing when you shouldn't. You can't help that Mm. person by doing it. You will, in fact, make him weak and you will also get weak in the bargain. Your identity has to be rock solid for for anyone else to glean anything from you. Grow in the father. And like I said, right from the beginning, right? If you have never met the father, that should be your only focus in life. That should be the only reason you live for. Because that's the only purpose we have. Everything else flows out of it. Life and success, achievements, purpose, everything flows out of that. So if you you don't have that, then what what else, what's there? Honestly. It's just this rat race of a world we have conformed to that is telling us how to live. And that's not life. They need life. Right? This world needs life, and the only way they're going to get life is through someone who, who meets the Father, who's met the Father. Amen.